He found God. I found Jesus. These phrases and a few other like them, they're not uncommon in our day and age. In fact, they're, they're used to describe somebody who's undergone a profound religious conversion. And, you know, there is a sense in every conversion story where there's an element of searching, searching for God, searching for the truth. Yet even still, I would venture to say there is uh, something a little problematic with saying, I found God or he found Jesus. Because it implies that we are the primary actor, when in reality it's the reverse. It is God who always pursues us. In fact, we see as much in our readings today. In our second reading, from the first letter of St. John, we read, in this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that God has loved us, that he loved us and sent his son as expiation for our sins. And then in our gospel, Jesus makes the reality that it's God who pursues us very explicit. He says, it was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. Both of these verses show that it is always God who takes the initiative. At the very heart of our faith is not mankind setting out upon some search for God. It's God reaching out to us. It's God, out of his tremendous love, going to extreme lengths to reconcile us. Out of his tremendous love, he sends his son as expiation for our sins, and so By his cross and resurrection, that reconciliation, that expiation is accomplished. He wins the grace that enables us to truly be the friends of God. However, there's something else necessary for us to truly be the friends of God, and that's we need to freely accept this invitation. You know, in the book of Revelation, Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door... Then I will enter his house and dine with him and he with me. Our Lord is the one who has approached our door and knocked. He's taken the initiative. It's up to us to hear and open that door. So the question then becomes, how do we respond to this invitation uh, Christ offers us to truly be his friend? And there are a few things we could say here, but let's look at, at the one emphasized by our gospel. Jesus says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. You are my friends if you do what I command you. In other words, he, what, what he's saying is we should respond to this invitation with what the catechism calls the obedience of faith. Right? That word obedience, it comes from a Latin word, ob audire, to hear, to listen to. And in the context of faith, it means to hear or listen to the word of God and to submit our mind and our will freely to God's revelation in scripture and tradition because the truth of it is guaranteed by God himself who cannot deceive nor be deceived. But interestingly, Jesus goes on in the gospel to connect obedience to his commands with something that sounds wholly counterintuitive, joy. He says that he's telling us this so that his joy might be in us and our joy might be complete. Now, I say that it sounds counterintuitive to connect obedience with joy because in 
2021, in our culture, we often think of obedience as contrary to personal liberty and freedom. And unfortunately, this is something our our secular culture long ago bought into, the idea that moral laws and commands are constraints upon personal freedom. You know, in 1995, Pope St. John Paul II, he made one of several visits to the United States. And he had a big public mass at Camden Yards, where the Baltimore Orioles play. And in the homily, he said this. He said, every generation of Americans needs to know that freedom consists not in doing what we like, but in having the right to do what we ought. Freedom consists not in doing what we like, but in having the right to do what we ought. Let's break that down. Freedom consists not in doing what we like. What he's talking about there is a a common misunderstanding about the nature of freedom today. We confuse freedom with license. We think uh, freedom is license, and so we think freedom is the right to do whatever I want. When we understand freedom is license, we begin to think, I get to decide for myself what is true and false, good and evil, right and wrong. Understanding freedom as license, it's a very impoverished understanding of freedom, one that our predecessors wouldn't have recognized. Okay, then John Paul says freedom consists in having the right to do what we ought. What does that mean? Well, freedom, as it has been classically understood, and not just by the Catholic Church, but Western civilization, going back to Greek pagan philosophers, its freedom has been seen as the capacity to choose to do what is good and proper. It's the capacity, uh, freedom is the capacity to be virtuous, to do what is right without hindrance. And if you hear that and you think, yeah, that's not freedom, think of it this way. Who is more free to play the piano? The student who has taken lessons for years, who has taken the trouble to learn the, the scales and harmonies and how to read music, who's trained his fingers to move effortlessly across the keyboard, or the person who just pounds on the keys on a whim. The problem is that somewhere along the way, our culture bought the line that true freedom is licensed, that true freedom uh, isn't learning to play the piano well, but to just bang on the keys at random. Somewhere along the line, we bought this lie that if we want to be happy, if we want to be truly joyful, then what we need is license. Then we need freedom from moral constraints. But don't be deceived. This, This is a lie. For if we embrace every whim and desire, we will soon find ourselves enslaved to those whims and desires. We will find ourselves less free. There is simply no true freedom except in the service of what is good and just. And so by responding in obedience to Christ's invitation, we experience true joy, true peace, and I would dare say true freedom. But we do need to understand obedience in its proper place, its proper context. It is not you who chose me, Jesus said, but I who chose you. It is God who takes the initiative with us. It is he who approaches the door of our heart and soul and knocks. It is on us to respond. So let us respond by opening the door, by embracing the obedience of faith 
embracing obedience to his commands so that we may truly be the friends of God.